Hey, everybody. Welcome to your unpaid therapist. Hello. Welcome to another episode of your unpaid therapist. I'm not getting paid. <laughs> I didn't even get a donut. Oh, oh that's, that's, that's sexy, though. I, I like it. I'm Valerie Milagros Ortiz. I don't know. I am your host, Ali Kona. She's away. Brad Ford. <laughs> this is your unpaid therapist. Chua. Hello, everybody. Welcome to, well, we don't even, we have an intro. You guys know who we are. You're probably tired of our faces already. But anyways, hi. Whose face you are not tired of, though, is this beautiful, wonderful, radiant beam of light and energy. You guys, this, well, I'm going to hold off on the name. I'll be a little mysterious, okay, because I met this lovely person many years ago. I don't even want to admit how many... (laughs) How many years ago it was? But when I first came out here, I took dance from, from Teresa. Dang it, I spoiled it. From Teresa. This is Teresa Espinosa, you guys. Yeah, hey, there we go. There we go. I just, I feel like I should establish your street cred, but I might mess up your resume, so I'll let you just say hi quickly and what you've done in your life. Oh, that's always a little weird to say your own resume. It's like, uh. How about, what's your favorite? Oh, God, that's weird, too. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, it's just hard. Um, I mean, everything was great, to be honest. I mean, uh, so I've danced for... Do I talk to the camera? Yeah, whoever you want. Oh, okay. Hi. 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 That's true. Hi. There's some people not watching this video, so they're just listening, right? So, yeah, so this is your world. Wherever you want. (laughs) So... I have danced and worked with Janet Jackson, Britney Spears, Pink, Missy Elliott, Justin Bieber, Prince, Usher, Miley Cyrus. Um, I did all the Magic Mike stuff. Hey. Hey. Yeah, you in the movie. <laughs> I was in both. Yes, uh, the, yes. Not the third one, but That's the my favorite first two. for you. Yes, honey. I was like, okay. (laughs) Yeah, so, oh, America's Best Dance Crew. Yeah, with the Beat Freaks. Yeah. Yeah. I've been around the world a little bit. Yeah, done a lot. On her life. A little Um, bit. And and now you do a lot of energy work, which is what we're going to talk about. Manifestation, like really cool stuff on our page, totally. But, of course, we always start with Never Have I Ever. So, let's get into it. I didn't, we didn't. (laughs) I love it. Okay, so you are our guest of honor. You just kind of pick one. You might have to read it for me because I forgot my glasses. Okay. Okay. Oh, that's the title card. (laughs) We're going to go ahead. See? (laughs) Oh, never have I ever joined the Mile High Club. That is true, actually. I've never done that. Oh, okay. (laughs) We were both like, yes. Good story. Oh, no, I, no, I've never done that. (laughs) Yeah. And you've That's... traveled so much, so I was kind of excited that this might have been like the perfect story oh, for you. Oh, God. <laughs> Make something up. I'm just kidding. Um, okay, no. Okay. Alicona? Uh... No, you have to answer the question. Oh, shoot. That's uh, right. I, I, no, I have not. Are you kidding me? Do you know how smelly those bathrooms are? Like, I don't disgusting. understand. Well, but okay. They're disgusting. Right. Yeah. Sure. But I'm thinking my, my answer is no. But also. <laughs> Let's just establish this. My answer is no. But I'm going to manifest that one day it's not going to be a little smelly bathroom. We're going to be in like these private, like nice right. places. So. That's, I feel like, when we join. Like, I'm just going to say that's when I'm going to join. Yes. <laughs> you know, I, I think that's a good question to ask people because maybe some people have done it. We just I'm don't sure. know. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. There's people out there who they aren't. don't care. 
clean. Yeah. I wouldn't even say clean freaks because I don't think you have to be a clean freak to not think that bathroom is nasty. Uh, yeah. But I don't think some people would care. Yeah, I don't. I mean, obviously, there's the mile high. That's a, that's a thing, right? Gosh, now I want to know, like, what if you're watching this episode, yes. like, or or listening? I need you to comment. Like, we need to Please. discuss that you have. and how. Yeah, it's so small. Yeah, and then, but, but I mean, I think that also think we're okay. So we're asking, have you joined the Mile High Club in a commercial, like, non-private? Right. Yes. Right. Plane. Yeah. If it's your own plane, I feel like that doesn't. Or, yeah, or anything nice. I mean, it still kind of counts. Oh, no, it totally counts. But I'm more interested in like commercial, nasty little itty bitty bathroom. That's right. You want Spirit Airlines? (laughs) I will never fly that airline ever again. Stop it. They're the. Sorry, they're the worst. It's okay. Yeah. We're honest here. I had a really bad experience with Spirit Airlines. I cried. I literally oh, cried. Geez. Nobody would help me. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that's a whole nother story. That's another podcast. It's not episode. as interesting. Let's let's go into our never. Uh, oh, yeah. never have I ever walked in on my. That's what I haven't done, guys. Never have I ever walked in on my parents having sex. Yeah. No. Never. No. Thank God. Oh, that's just disgusting. Oh, sorry. That's <laughs> no. a, you can curse all you want. No. Dang, that's no. a bad question then, because no, I haven't either. No. I think I may have like post post-coital wait oh what does that mean like they did Post- it or they already done did the deed but what did, word did you use coital coital i've never heard that oh what does that mean, I mean like that's, per- that's post post sex yeah yeah oh i like this word coital yeah <laughs> we'll have to look it up we haven't hit any juicy ones like sometimes yeah. there's some really good like oh, shat my are... pants oh, but God. no those, those are still pretty, pretty I mean, had we... They're kind of awkward. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you never... We didn't know. Yeah. The answer was yeah. yes. Um, uh, I don't know. Never have I ever wore a prosthetic. Oh. <laughs> um, yes, I have. Um, a couple times, actually. Um, yes. <laughs> so Wait, the first what? time, a prosthetic... <laughs> I'm like, like, my mind is going, what did you wear? <laughs> not, a, not a penis? <laughs> no, 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 no. Not that kind of prosthetic. Um, oh. So I wore... Um, my very first film, if you guys are new to the podcast, new to me in general, um, my first film ever was spoofing Jennifer Lopez in a movie called Date Movie. So I got to wear a big prosthetic booty and it was so fun and like the best job ever because I'm a huge J-Lo fan. Yes, me too. Um, so that was that. And then actually one of my first jobs um, back in Florida I was a who for Whoville at Universal. And so I wore the little prosthetic nose. And that was so cool. Like my brother was in it in the, in the you know, Christmas show. And I was in it. I was a cheerleader who. And there was like a whole, you know, little show. And then you got to like do the meet and greets with the guests of the park. And um, it's super cute. But it was hot as shit in Florida. And if it was hot, y'all, like, you know, it's it's like, I don't even know how to describe it, but you know, it's glued on. It's like a little rubbery piece that they put on your face. And, um, if you, and I'm a sweater, actually I was talking to Frank earlier about this. I, um, I just, I just, I'm a, a yeah. sweater. So like you would see these little bubbles come up on your face Ooh. of the prosthetic nose and you'd have to like, this is like nasty. You'd have to like pop them with a Q-tip. It's like, Ugh. or if you had a cold and your nose was like on, you know, 
uh, sniffly. You had to put the Q-tip inside the little holes of the little prosthetic nose <laughs> and like kind of like dab it to like get yourself to not drip. It was quite a mission, <laughs> but like all in all, it was such a cool gig and very fun. Nice. You guys didn't wear prosthetic asses? No, no. I now that you say it though, but I've, yeah. I've worn on my face. Like I've okay. had to be. You. This is a long ass story. It's just gonna be. I thought I auditioned for this theater thing. Like I did a monologue and everything. And then when I showed it to rehearsal, there were no lines, and I was rolling around on the ground. Some people were naked, and I was like, "What kind naked? of naked? Yeah, like a guy in a." This tutu. is an audition. No, like I booked the job, and when I got there, it was like a guy had a t- tutu on, but no panties. Not that men wear panties. You know what I mean? This is getting weird. He, 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 he ran and did a chasse and a split in the air, guys. And all you saw was ding a ling a ling a ling. And then, yeah, under the tap. Like, what job was this? It was supposed to be a Halloween show. And instead, they their Halloween, their version of Halloween was like being a freak. Like there were monsters, but they were freaks. I don't know. I was a scary so person. Wait, back to the prosthetic. What were you? Ha- yeah. On my face. I was like, a monster. Oh, of sorts. Some, okay, okay, okay. I was like, where, where am I going with this yeah. thingalingaling? I, I just, <laughs> that, sorry, guys. I, random That's what you remember, it. though. And it you, know, you know what's crazy, though? Okay, so the guy who did it, I mean, he voluntarily did this show right and showed the world his penis later on i had an audition for hit the floor which is a tv show that val was on went to vh1 like the big headquarters okay and i'm so nervous um and they call me up to like whatever floor i have to take the elevator i get in the elevator and there's a man in a suit and i look over and it's the guy. and now it's time for a commercial break Hi, friends. Thank you for listening to the podcast. It's Ali Kona. If you haven't recognized my voice, but you know what's even better? Recognizing my face, which you can do if you tune in via video, which is available on our Patreon. So be sure to head on over to check out all the exclusive perks because this is your chance to help us grow so that we can bring more of what you love to you and all of your friends. And maybe they can watch Valerie too. I mean, she's okay. <laughs> Anyways, thanks so much, and back to the podcast. And I was like, "Did oh. you say hi?" Yeah, and he's like, "How you been?" And da da da. Oh, like, you're like, I've seen you. I've, yeah, <laughs> I, know, I know you. It, it was very small. Oh, I shouldn't say that. It was maybe it was a grower, not a shower. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. But I way. never knew that term. Like, I just <laughs> learned. I've just heard that for the first time not too long ago. Oh snap! Yeah, grower, not a. That's so so funny. Yeah, it's it's a real thing. I love it so wait so no prosthetics for you any kind of no weird the only thing your... that I can kind of relate to is I did this one-off show at um, Universal Studios with this girl it was like a cover band and it was you had to be really like girly girly and I'm a tomboy so the other girl taught me how to tape my boobs together <laughs> You're like, yeah. I've never done it before but it worked and I remember afterwards like the crew at afterwards was like hey are you like they're trying to talk to him like bro stop this isn't real by the way <laughs> these tits are not real it's they're taped so together funny so you noticed a significant difference oh, after you did that totally because is... I'm like flat and oh, whatever man. and I'm fine so yeah but yeah so it was funny to like get the attention in that way that i wasn't used to yeah getting so yeah it was funny but that's my only (laughs) prosthetic type thing that i've ever i like it yeah 
and it worked. Yeah. <laughs> that is funny. I love how you were able to witness the difference in yeah. how you were being. I, they, he was very attentive. I was like, okay. Oh, there you go. So I want to talk to you about what you're doing now. Because yes. you started originally integrating it into class, right? Like right. you do a lot of energy work and you approach dance so differently. Not that our, our audience may or may not be dancers. Um, but Teresa does a lot of... You can explain because I know you've transitioned. You were doing manifestation coaching. Yeah. Now you're doing dream coaching. So tell us like what that looks like and how you help people. Like, and and but yes. to, before you dive in, yeah. I want to know like what what was the thing that made you want to transition to that specifically? Yeah, that's a that's a good <laughs> question. So I've been dancing professionally and choreographing professionally in the entertainment industry for over 25 years, and then the pandemic hit. And so a lot of things shifted during that period. I was already energetically on my way out. I didn't know it at the time. And then the universe just swept in and said, hey, it's time to move on. So uh, during the pandemic, I had to like grieve my career, grieve the people in it and all these things. And through that process, I was already doing teaching and coaching to a certain extent, but this was like, okay, now it's time to actually dive in and go move forward in this direction. And uh, so I just been studying, learning about transformation. I've always used manifestation. I didn't know it at the time during my career, but I was using manifestation principles that I was learning about. I'm a big Abraham Hicks person. So I'm an Abrahamster. And, <laughs> you know, that's, that's how you learn how to manifest. I mean, she's, I mean, connected to source, right? So um, just understanding how I was able to have success in my career and applying what I know now. 25 years later, and then wanting to share that with people because, you know, you come out here in LA and it's like the stars and the lights and the glitz and the glam and the fame and the money, what looks like money, and, <laughs> you know, and, and people want to have their time, you know, to shine and, and achieve the dream. And so I want to help people do that, but we're all like kind of stuck in our own stuff and our limiting beliefs and you know it works for other people but it doesn't work for me like all the little small talk that we do the mindset work i didn't know i was doing that in my career but i was constantly working on it and not only the mindset and the manifestation and the energy stuff and also the skills i was always working on the skills always 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 so yeah. Was that something that you saw growing up? And so you innately inherited that from people around you? Or was it something that you think was just naturally something that you had and then just later on in life so happened to realize like, oh, I was just doing that? Or was it learned? I don't, you know, I don't know. Mm. I just, I want to hear, okay, you've yeah. shared this example yeah. on your social. I told Valerie about it. Or no, maybe it was just me and you we were talking. Yeah. But, the whole you were on tour with Janet Jackson, you came back home and it was like, and I'm back in the dancer pool. Yeah. And you would go to the auditions and you would do what? Yeah. So I think th basically un like the love of what dance, the love of what I was doing was always just enough. I was obsessed with dance. I don't I didn't care if I was 
being a student, taking a class, if I was at practice, if I was doing carnival a thousand times, which I did. It's uh, free. That, that's a free show. Yeah, you guys. Yes. Yeah. If you literally after Janet, I did a whole year of carnival shows literally every month. It's a once a month show. And that meant I wasn't working. So for a whole year, even after booking Janet and dancing with her, people would think, oh, well, you've made it. You know, and for me, I was like, no, that's not the end of my that's not the end of my journey. I still love dance. So I was still taking class. I was practicing. I started teaching. I just was consumed. And I didn't let one accomplishment be the end all be all of, of who I was. And because dance was so important to me. So I just kept going. And then five years later, the next thing that was like, you know, significant even though there were things in between, um, was dancing for Britney Spears. So that it took five years to get, to do that. But in the meantime, I was doing carnival for a year for free. I wasn't big booking gigs and it was a struggle. You know, you're, you're trying to figure yourself out. You're trying to find your place in the world, who you are, what you want to say, what you want to do. And, um, and at the same time, you, you want to do the dream, you know, and it's, a, you know, it's a, it's a struggle. And, so but during that like struggle mm -hmm. did you feel like you were struggling or were you so consumed and happy because you're doing what you're doing that it was just part of you just living and, and enjoying what what was in in the present moment yeah that's a good question i yes and no so there was one day i i remember specifically where i went to one audition and i made it to the second cut and I got cut, the second cut, so I didn't make it to the end. And then I went to a second audition on the same day, made it to the second cut, and didn't get that job either. And I left that day going, I was so defeated. I was like, what the, can I, can yeah. I, say? all right, let's go. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck? What do I need to do? And I'm crying, uh, you know, I'm, I know I'm a tomboy. That's before Janet or after? This is probably after Janet. It's blur. It's a blur. Yeah, I mean, you've worked for so many people. I'm just curious at the timeline <laughs> yeah. and like what, because I mean, it'd make a yeah. difference too on like possibly, maybe not. Yeah. Um. Okay. So then what? So you know, I just, I just kept going. You know, you have to be very resilient. You know, it's yeah. just like you just have to pick yourself up, back off the floor <laughs> after you just like cry it all out, and you know, it's you want to be accepted. You want to be seen mm -hmm. and validated and you know we can get into like how that affects people now with social media which thank god i didn't freaking have to deal with right. that that you just had the people in front of you at the audition where you compared yourself to i did you know i compared myself to like lisette bustamante and diana carino and stacy flood like they were the girly girls that were booking all the they were the it girls of my generation and i I looked nothing like them. I was a tomboy. I freestyled and I didn't know how I was supposed to fit in to the scene. Um, so I just had to keep going. Yeah, I just had a memory. So this is yeah. something that uh, you did in a class and I really appreciated it. So one of the things that happened before Teresa teaches a class, you guys, she does this whole energy work thing first and then you actually do the class. Right. So um, 
one thing you said to me is don't try to look like me there's only one you like one unique yeah. you you weigh however much you weigh your arms are this many centimeters long like how could you physically possibly move exactly like me when your body composition or whatever is not mine yeah. so you're trying to achieve something that is essentially not achievable exactly yeah and also we each have unique gifts that we don't fully understand we're not taught to like lean into those we're taught to conform and be liked and accepted and if that means i have to hide a piece of me so that everyone else will accept me which that's i mean hello i'm i mean i'm gonna get into it a little bit Please. but the, but the pandemic did that you know it's like you have to conform so uh and if you don't conform to the masses or what what's the trend or the morally the moral compass what's morally acceptable then um you're on the out you know and it's really that's a really challenging place to be but being on the out means you get to be an individual and you get to stand on your own two feet and you get to lead yourself and when you lead yourself you're able to lead others but people don't understand that they're in this they're literally in the masses there's a whole group of masses thinking this is what everybody needs to do and they're all lost and there's no leader there's no leader in that you're just all one big whole group group think um and my whole career was led by my heart and what was right for me my whole career so <laughs> <laughs> you already know. <laughs> Sorry, I'm laughing because it, yeah, it, it's so it's deep. But what? Yeah. So how can you apply this? Like for somebody else who has a big dream or whatever, and we're talking about like getting in your own way. Like how do we get out of our own way? How do we know we're in our own way? Like how do you get that awareness? <sighs> That's a good question. Uh, how do we get out of our own way? The mind, the thinking mind, will confuse a lot of things. When we check in with the heart, the heart has a simple answer, but we confuse it with the mind where it needs to know how we're going to get there. Mm -hmm. So when we think about the dream and what you want to accomplish, the mind will go, I need a plan from A to Z to, so that I know I'm going to achieve it. But that's not how the universe works. Energetically, you really have to be able to let go of control and let go Yes, we can have a plan as part of the journey, but really letting life unfold for you and you be, being led by your heart and what, what lights you up. What are you excited about? What's fun? And go, yeah, what, go do that. I like that you said that too, because it's been a balance struggle for me because I was so just like determined this is what I want I need a goal I need to do this that and be productive and da 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 so it's trying to find that balance between being productive but allowing and not going into the allowing zone and being lazy does that make sense yes which can happen in that spiritual space when we talk about energy work of like I'm just gonna manifest I'm gonna sit here and manifest I've done that I've literally just sit around and like I <laughs> what I do I sit around all day um, but also the having the goal or the action what I've learned is like being inspired which is different than using your mind to go I'm gonna make it happen and when you make something happen you're you're using brute force and not that that's wrong and it can work and it does work because there's a lot of masculine energy behind that where it's like attack 
right? But then the feminine energy is receiving and allowing. So finding that duality of action moving forward and also sitting back and receiving. And it's just a, it's a practice. And knowing when you're actually really trying to force things to happen, which is where the struggle comes in, or you're going, okay, I'm gonna trust, let go and receive, which is all feminine. So it's just a practice of energies and knowing when you're doing one thing or too much and also sitting back and waiting for something to happen. That's also possible too. But I find it, even with Abraham Hicks, she talks about inspired action. Yeah. Sit there until there's like, what's fun? What's interesting? What, you know, what's gonna light me up today? And it could be something really simple, like going for a walk and then you sparks an idea and then you go, oh, that idea is cool. And you get inspired and you go home and you're like, I gotta go do that thing. And then you go do it. And it's just, there's a flow to it. And just, and even outside of some something as specific as that, I feel like simplifying it even more into, um, and then not focusing so much on the result to get an idea or a creative um, anything to, to go towards a goal. If you simplify it so much as just being happy, like you said, or, or, or just having the fun, all of that is just gonna come, right? Mm -hmm. And I think when that imbalance happens is when we shift it to um, to a result or to or attach it to a specific goal. But when you just focus on the fun and the feeling happy, you know, she always says like, you just, just do what makes you happy naturally you're gonna attract other happy things. Naturally, gratitude is just gonna like just flow at you because every you're just gonna be like ah, oh, like I'm so like grateful that blah 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 this happened and the sun came out today. What I mean, you know. Mm -hmm. um, so I think simplifying it is huge because especially now, even when you mentioned the whole social media stuff, there's so many things that going on in the world right now and. And the, having the followers and the viewers and the even, you know, with this journey with us, like we did a whole season and then we kind of revamped it and started a, a kind of an, a new shift in it. There's just so much pressure to do, do, do and, and mm -hmm. uh, be liked. And yes. So uh, what do you guys think about this? Because I'm always playing, for lack of better words, like devil's advocate. Mm -hmm. But in the past, for example, like I would look to people like, Elon Musk, or mm -hmm. not that I'm trying to be Elon Musk, guys, but he's a name that's brought up a lot, right? And you hear the stories about how he sleeps, like he would sleep at yeah. the factory and he's working all these hours and I don't, you know what I mean? And he's obviously achieved this certain amount of success. So it's like, yes. something tells me, I mean, I don't know, me and Elon, we ain't homies, <laughs> but something tells me he's not sitting there like, let me do my manifestation. Exactly. Let me listen to some Abraham Hicks. Like that boy don't have time for that. So no. like, how do we explain a phenomenon like him versus what we're saying you should be doing to be successful? In the I balance? totally hear what you're saying and you're right. Like, I think that works for him, right? Not everybody. So even though he has this tremendous vision of success, like it's, to me, success is whatever is right for you. So for some people, success is having a family. It looks nothing like Elon Musk, you know, being at a, Correct. you know, sending things to uh, Mars, you know, it's like. Or being at the office, you know, 24-7, 24-6, you know, yeah. 
Right. And so even though we we do put him on a pedestal as far as like this idea of success, Jeff Bezos, who like, you know, created Amazon, we all use it. It's like impact. We all want to have this impact on the world and also knowing where your impact lies. Like some people, it's literally my kids are my legacy and that's enough for them. They don't have to go write a book so that they can leave a legacy behind they, that's not their that's not their stick you know there's a guy that i saw a video of who lives on an island by himself oh. that's his dream he's living his dream and nobody has to know his name we all think we have to have this like powerful impact and leave something behind and it's okay if we don't i i believe it's okay if we I don't i feel like that is very entertainment world uh, yeah. LA, you know, big city thinking. But yeah, I 100% agree that I don't, that is not everybody's dream or wish, you know, and, and they, and it's almost something they would not want, right. <laughs> like purposely, yeah. like, oh, no, I, I don't want people knowing who I am when I'm going to get coffee at Starbucks. Like, right. just. But also, too, I feel like we do attach success to numbers meaning how much money you make yep. and and not everybody but at the same yes. time it's like you do and I, I've even thought about it to myself right because I'm on my journey towards success and my dreams and there are certain things that are still building like even this podcast or whatever we're still building and not where our peak is and in that moment I'm not peaking financially either because I have so many things that are brewing below the surface in this current moment in my life and looking at that and still being like, okay, I am successful versus looking at my bank account or what my weekly paycheck is and being like, huh, if anybody were to ask me on the surface, I'm like, I feel like I'm not successful because I don't have X, Y, and Z. But realizing, like you said, it's what everybody else thinks is successful. Let that be what they think. Right. And to separate yourself from that and be okay with where you are and feeling the success yeah and i think that's key because even if and you'll listen to the podcast when editing but even in your description of that you even said that you like that wasn't success to you mm -hmm. so you've already told yourself that story mm. you know so i Interesting. think yeah so and you'll listen to it again and it's like, me out. Yeah, well because did, that's did. that's the core of it yeah it has to be the core of it and we've talked about you know yeah we talk all the time we've talked about all those because those details matter and that that belief starts at that seed and if and if that seed doesn't believe all the things like and then you know the success the you know relationship success the you know personal success and whatever fitness anything it's just not gonna it's not gonna realize it's it's not because it's not truth to you um to you because that's really all that matters mm -hmm. And success is a moving target. Yes. Mm, it's a moving a target. Fact, you know, always. so you could say, okay, my my barometer, my measure is gonna be when I make a hundred thousand dollars for the year, right? And it and it's good to have a North Star. It is. We need yes. we need those North Stars and also enjoy the journey to the North Star is what's gonna make it 
tastes so much sweeter when it happens. It's that we're fighting against ourselves on the way there. And that's where we prolong the journey. And it just keeps feeling further and further and further. And we get more desperate, desperate, desperate. And that energy of desperation is really our, a block. And we're going, okay, I'm not enough. I'm not doing enough. I got to da da da. And, I, and our, our mind is like, ah, 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 I got to figure this out. I'll figure this out. And the universe goes, I have the way. And if we can just open our hands and kind of shut the thinking mind off just a bit and tap into the heart, then the $100,000 is a North Star, but it, it won't make or break you. Mm -hmm. Just like Janet Jackson was my North Star, but it didn't make or break me. I would have kept dancing regardless if I had danced for her or not. That's the truth. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm like, next episode, <laughs> tell us how to hack that part so we can get to our dream a little bit faster. Um, <laughs> anyways, yeah. But Val, I know you have a quote for us. I do yeah, I was, um, you know, what's interesting is so I thought our podcast was going one way and I mean, I have quotes about not about um there's one that's it's not about fitting in but belonging um talking about especially you know the comparison thing and with all the socials and there was this other quote and I don't have my phone because we're recording and I was um trying to remember it but it was something about um like for instance you mentioned the north star it was essentially something like write your north star in a in pen but leave the journey to get there in pencil something that's uh, horrible that. but it's something that. about like that it's like yeah. you can write that end goal write that shit down in pen magic marker permanent marker but the journey and the process and the goals to get there that that list write that in pencil mm -hmm. you know scratch it off erase because that's gonna ebb, ebb and flow it's gonna change but you know you're still gonna get to that yeah to that north star um anyway i love that well, I think we're out of time, guys. For this so, episode. For this episode. Yes. For this episode. She's but we'll not have going more. anywhere. We'll have more. <laughs> and ooh, but before we leave, really quick, because I know you do Move On Purpose Mondays. If you guys want a dose of inspiration, by all means, go find Teresa. Please tell everybody where they can find you. Yes, thank you. You can find me at moveonpurpose.com. And I do have a weekly newsletter where I, I talk love. about... I talk about AI, I talk about manifestation, energy, transformation, creativity, all the things, money, I love money. Um, we talk about all that, those things. And you can find me on Instagram at Teresa, T-E-R-E-S-A dot Espinosa, E-S-P-I-N-O-S-A, two, two, on Instagram. Yay. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. We'll have, yeah, more Teresa to come in future episodes. So you'll have to check those out. In the meantime. Oh, okay, bye. 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 Heart out. Goodbye. <laughs> bye, Felicia. <laughs>